princess dwarf. I can't remember her name. Disa. Disa, that's it. It's weird that I remember that. Um, Disa sounds like freaking Jar Jar Binks. Uh, the only uh, thing that I wish I had done with a thumbnail is I wish I had made Morford Clark's face bigger. <laughs> Just like, because I would, dude, that's like really blown up. From what it they was, did her dirty. I know, and I wish I had oh, just done not. it even more. There, I know there was like this part of me. I was like putting it together, and I was like, you know, I was like, I kind of feel bad for her. I was like, I, I in this instance, I'm because I was trying to remember if she had ever come out and just it, it had like a uh, uh, wow, oh, shoot her like a Brie Larson moment, or uh, yeah. like the Snow White girl whose name is slipping my mind right now. Um, and I don't think she has uh, Rachel Zegler. Uh, Rachel Zegler. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't remember. And part of me was like, you know, I feel kind of bad. And then I'm kind of like, well, oh well. The only, the only <laughs> thing she said and that I briefly remember, I have to go back and listen to our video where we covered it. Yeah, but I think was um, her talking about not reading the books. Oh man, what was it exactly? I can't remember. So I'm not gonna put any words. But nothing really too bad i mean obviously she should have done her due diligence yeah but you know it is what it is yeah i mean she's an actress like you would expect that i'm just kind of i i guess it's like i have a little bit more sympathy there because she didn't um she didn't pull like a brie larson where she's yeah, like this isn't made just, for you you know she, yeah she's just trying to do her job and i think there was that thing regarding the one of the um elves of color um like some kind of one of those Instagram racist <laughs> things, kind of like a what's her name from Obi Wan? Uh, yeah, black I'm, Jedi. I can't remember her name. I yeah, I can't either. Um, the chick that got stabbed like five times yep, and lived. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots of that going on in Star Wars these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like you like <laughs> your race has nothing to do with why that character's bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I think uh, around that time, what was it with her? Was like the they seemingly look like bots, and so I don't know. I just don't trust anyone, you know. Yeah, me. When either. it comes to a lot of that stuff, unless there's some hard proof, because you know it just came out with Gina Carano. What was it last week that um, the Disney exec Bob Iger was close to buying Twitter? But oh wow, um, he uh, in 2016, but stopped because uh, when they did their own investigation, they found that. Most of it was bots, so it's just when it comes to all of them, that's my yeah assumption. Hey, make is sure that, like, make sure you're close to your mic. Uh, okay, they're saying that you're a little quiet, and I can't really. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't really oh. too much more. You sound better. Whatever you're doing now, you sound better than you did. Nice. Is that better? Full yeah. room. It sounds better to me. Nice. I turned up my. I don't my monitor mix. Okay. <laughs> what's up dungeon master blaster <laughs> that was fun to say <laughs> <laughs> but uh so speaking of lord of the rings we have this article here oh are we getting right into it hang on I've, i can pull look. it up yeah let's get right into it you know around here we consider screen rent rant to be a prestigious institute known for their um dedicated journalism their hard work um yes in an alternate universe um, but we have an article here by Angel Shaw, one of those uh, super fans of the Rings of Power. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. But it is 
the title of the article is The Rings of Power Sauron Reveal Fixed a Major Lord of the Rings Movie Problem. The only reason why I even heard of this was because of Drinker uh, tweeting this out. Oh, yeah. Across my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> and I Rings was like, Power, oh, God. Sauron Reveal Fixes a Major Lord of the Rings Movie Problem. Okay. Okay. And, and she says... I'm assuming this is a she based off of the name, uh, but <laughs> wow! If it's a dude, I'm sorry. Misgender <laughs> <laughs> year. Hello, uh, hello, Jake. Sauron wasn't as effective a villain as he could have been in the Lord of the Rings movies, but the Rings of Powers Hallbrand fixes this problem, and. The summary states, the Rings of Power series solves a problem in the Lord of the Rings by revealing Sar Sauron's true identity and giving depth to his character. Sauron's character suffered in the original books, mind you, and movies, lacking information about his abilities uh, <laughs> and true form. The depiction of Sauron in the Rings of Power adds depth and makes him a more interesting and well-rounded like compared to previous dude, adaptations. I, dude, you uh, can just read this and know this person has not read the books. Well, not just that. I think they're... I swear, dude, they're just writing stuff for hate clicks now. Because this is what? Yeah. Two paragraphs? Troll baiting. And then, like, Rage there's some other... Troll baiting, it has to be. I guess there's more. No, I mean, I, these are all different. I would say these are all different articles because they have different headlines or whatever but yeah yeah exactly i think it's just bait um but it's still so stupid and then like i screen i think screen rip this is just what they're doing now with everything especially with anything in in a fandom uh hey zax uh it's good to see you again man um yeah, it is hey zax zax if uh if you ever do a house of usher stream please let me know um I feel like I need to defend uh, Flanagan at this point, at least to some degree. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Joseph, back to Lord of the Rings. Jeez, <laughs> David. Dude, I'm man, he had a stream, and, and was, like half of the people in there were like trashing Flanagan. And I was like... I know, I, I was in there, and you didn't oh, say hey to me. Oh, my bad. Um, and I, I was kind of like, uh, dang. I was like, I feel like they're doing him kind of dirty. Um, so... Uh, hey, and, it's uh, fine. Everyone's entitled gonna... to bad opinions. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you watching horror shows. Um, you just don't understand. <laughs> I I'm just more godly you need to... than you. That's really uh, what it is. I love Jesus. Good, Zach. I'm I'm glad you you like Flanagan too. Um, Joseph needs Joseph needs to get horror woke. No, that's okay. I'll stay in my night. <laughs> he said uh, he didn't expect bubble. the hate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. But yeah, man, I think it really is troll baiting, especially when they say that, you know, he suffered, his character suffered in the original books. I mean, I don't think there's an argument with the movies either, but lacking information regarding his abilities in true form. I mean, you just have to not be watching the movies at all to really think that. Also, uh, but like, take it, take it from another, like, this is something too that I, I think that okay and again we are going off we we are convinced that screen rant just does this stuff for bait and clicks and it works for them uh everyone hates on them every time they put one of these out but like we could also take this from the perspective that it's not always necessary to give insane detail and backstory to every character even your villains 
Yeah. I don't I don't I don't mean but, it from like a we need a spinoff show and movie of every single character we yeah. see in the show. It, like giving him this kind of weird backstory was just unnecessary. He are like we knew he already existed in the world, so like he can still exist. I mean, I, you know, you know a bit more about this than I do, but like he always struck me, especially the the further that you like when you're in Lord of the Rings, as the one sort of manipulating things, not necessarily the one in the front lines right yeah and you know? it, it, that's pretty much it i mean he's directing everything behind the scenes so to say um yeah and so but you get the scale of his terror um his intelligence too even if it's evil um and just his overall abilities and other ways i think uh from this article what it seems like is the only way to ha- know someone's true abilities is to see them in form and I think, you know, I don't think Peter yeah. Jackson had to go to physical form is what I mean, by the way. I don't think Peter Jackson had to go the route of the all-seeing eye in the tower. However, I think it's a great depiction of being able to see that constant threat of Sauron coming back. Uh, but, I mean, you know, she says in this article that the Rings of Power revealed that one of his central characters was actually the Dark Lord, Sauron. Yeah, no crap. But, uh... But she goes on to say the Prime Video series took some liberties with Tolkien, with Tolkien canon, Tolkien's canon, I think is what they meant to say, uh, giving Sauron a form called Hallbrand that had never been described in the source material. Well, Angel Shaw, Shaw, Shaw if you read any of Tolkien's work, you would understand Sauron's character and the fact that Sauron hates, loathes men like the Dark Lord, Morgoth, loathed and hated elves above above our all else sauron i think there's a good argument to be made hated men specifically because of the numenorians above all else and so i find it highly highly unlikely that he would depict himself as such plus we also know um that in the second age that's not how i mean they're shortening the timeline so much but we know in the second age as well that's not how he appeared he specifically appeared like um, a fair creature uh to the l specifically mm. um so you know there goes that and then of course this you know so she goes on and says of course the Silmarillion did explain that before the lord <laughs> of the rings or villain had the ability to take different forms and that he was a shapeshifter um and he used this to take use this to his advantage to seduce and influence various people. Yeah. Still, the I mean, it's technically right to say that it's such a weird like Star Sauron, you know, well, the canon doesn't say Tolkien never said Sauron so, didn't appear like a human. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind me, of that argument. Let me ask and you. And it's like, well, if you know the character, you would know like that's not within his character to do you know what i mean yeah so the Um, thing i would ask i would ask anyone that was like agreeing with this or there's this one that comes right after it which says lord of the rings depiction of sauron is lacking um i would i I would have to like sit down and be like okay so uh what what is lacking how did it fix the problem and then and unfortunately this would also mean maybe spending time on season uh 
uh, season one again and going back through Halbrand's arc because I remember a little bit of it. You know, he's like on the boat. He want at one point he wants to be a uh, a, blacksmith. a blacksmith for reasons. They won't let him because there's this like goofy emblem that they have to have. I guess yeah. he he eventually I can't remember exactly what happened, but like somehow they end up letting him do it anyway. He like murders some guys and just kind of gets away with it. Um, and then he kind of is like after about it seems like maybe the halfway point, his character doesn't really do much for the rest of the season, if I remember correctly. And then they go somewhere, he gets injured, and he just is kind of like dying for the rest of the season, and then they help him, and then it's revealed who he is at the end of the season. And I would yeah. I would ask someone who's defending this, like, why was any of that important? Why did why was that necessary versus the way that he's handled in the book and the movie? Why is and that's why, of course, we're we're sure they're trolling at this point, but, and again, this is why it's really hard to have serious conversations with this stuff, um, because most of the time, it's like, it's in the back of your head now, where it's like, maybe they're just not taking this seriously, like, I'm wasting my time, it's like I was telling you last week, where it's like, I'm so bored with some of this, because it doesn't seem like most people actually want to have a conversation about it, it's just like, trolling, or it's all like, kind of a joke, or a meme, and it's like, well, I would like to know, you know what it is? is yeah. That people just, it's, I'll use this. I don't know if anybody <laughs> watches. I know David, just bear with me for a moment. Yeah. But there was a NFL game in Germany this week. It was the Dolphins versus the Chiefs. What? And the report In yep, Germany? The, in Germany, yep. And the reporters okay. there were far more sophisticated and high level and asking like really good questions than the reporters here, generally speaking as a whole. I mean, you could just tell there's a stark difference between the two. And I was, I was like thoroughly impressed. I'm like, Oh wow. These people like really studied and, and know their stuff um, in comparison to kind of what we get here. And these type of press conferences, just like general cliche questions. And so that's kind of what this is, is like this person doesn't seem to have really done um, a lot of work in understanding Tolkien's books and the characters. And then also really just in watching if, even if you want to take out, uh, the books, right? And just say Peter Jackson invented this on his own. Um, even movie-wise, that saying that Hallbrand added it, like what character depth? Did, yeah, I, that's what I want to know. Yeah, what that's what I'm saying. Did he, um, did he add that Peter Jackson missed, um, or that even Tolkien missed as well? Yeah, uh, and and only and only the the Lord of the Rings, right? Let's just use that book, not the Cimmerillion, not anything else, just that book. Um, because, you know, she says in that second paragraph that uh, Hallbrand's reveal as Sauron even took some Tolkien uh, experts by surprise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were all bewildered, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> the twist of the century. Yeah, uh, and, and, you know, of course, everybody forgets that no one wanted to admit that it was obvious that Halbrand was Sauron. I mean, you watch... How many times was I saying that Halbrand well, was Sauron? there was all these things in there that were... It was like the... Fi- he's, like, in front of the forge, and there's fire, and... Da-da. Like, it was, it, it was all this stuff that it was, it was like, yeah, yeah, of course it's him. And, like, we had multiple i just remember like on videos and and shorts we'd have all these people like no no halbrand's not sauron it's probably the wizard oh it's probably this it's probably that and then it came out and that he was like we finished it and i just went back to all those comments and was like so you you still think that's the case 
Like, yeah. now what? You know? Oh, I can't wait for season two. Oh, I really Lord. can't. I really, I'm just. I could. I can wait. I can, I can. Wait. I know you can. I can hey wait. man, that did great numbers for us. I know, like, but I can still wait. <laughs> I think we. I, I was making a joke with my wife uh, the other day. I was like, I think we got more views on that clip we did for The Witcher. Uh, season three than they got for their entire uh, season three. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's like it's it's bad, and like we can talk about. Uh, th- this is the thing is like, and I I, I I've been talking with a uh, friend of the show Jake um, and uh, and Jenna a little bit in Discord, and I was I was telling Jake the other day that I'm just I, I have to start doing some stuff that's actually good content because it's so miserable sometimes and and so and this most recent example and, and we'll talk about it. i don't know if you have anything left to say about this whole lord of the rings situation but no i'm um, done with it there's uh I, i've been streaming this game uh from remedy called alan wake 2 um and it's the most frustrating experience i've had with a video game in a long time um and it's frustrating for like a number of reasons. Uh, I think the combat's pretty poor. Um, I think the voice acting, or just you call it acting, because I think they're doing motion cap for it. Um, it's not great. Uh, it, it's really like uh, flat in a lot of places and robotic. Um, and it's written in just like a really weird way. And the the problem with games like this. And and it goes back the main the reason that this kind of set me into this was that you were uh, you were kind of talking about how people just don't do like their their work the do the work anymore when they're talking about this stuff, um, you know I have roughly I think we're at about the twelve hour mark in the stream so there and all of this content is available on our channel like you can go watch me play through this and. As the streams go on, especially after the first one, really, I guess after the second one, um, it, the the flaws in, in that game become more and more obvious. And so much of it is narrative heavy. Um, it's got this like mystery going on and you're supposed to be do, doing detective work. But all all of it, you're, you're constantly either being told exactly what's going on. So there's not really a whole lot of mystery to it or they'll like repeat themselves. Dude, you'll go through, you'll go through like cutscenes, and you'll have figured out all this information. And then you have this, uh, this board, you know, you know, the Charlie day meme where he's got like the lines with all of the, the notes all over it. And it's like his conspiracy board. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. and, And it's like, you have one of those, that's supposed to be her solving cases, but all, all it turns out to be is like busy work. So you put these notes up there, but the only reason that you need to do it is so that the game will actually allow you to move forward sometimes so that it opens up like dialogue angles. And, uh, the, I I feel like it, it's almost not controversial to say that the main character who is not Alan Wake, um, she just knows stuff. And it turns out that she has some sort of like special ability. It's like this power, and and it's the worst reveal. And I and this is why it's so confusing, man. Is like and I, it's why I wish sometimes I could talk to developers to be like, okay. Uh, her name's Saga, by the way. Um, when Saga finds out that she has a special ability, was it supposed to be a surprise to the people playing the game, or was this only a narrative beat for her? Because the way it's played is sort of like she goes, huh? 
you mean that all of my random guesses throughout my life that have gotten me to this position in the FBI, it, it wasn't just because of who I am. It's because I have a special ability. And it's like, duh. It's the most obvious thing in the world. And it, and it seems like it should be obvious to her, but it's not. Um, so it's it's stuff oh, like that. Works. And and dude, it's throughout there. And then they do what I would consider uh, is one of uh, the biggest uh, flaws in a lot of modern horror is that they do these this thing called fear flashes where you're just like you'll literally walk through a random door and the game will try to scare you but it's not it's not like something physically in the game that you like something that you have to overcome it it's it's the equivalent of if like you were at work and then randomly throughout the day someone jumped out and tried to spook you all the time <sighs> where it's like you're probably going to get startled a few times and then after a while, it's just like, please stop. Like, cut, please stop. It's like, it was annoying at first, and yeah, you startled me a little bit, but now you're just being annoying. Yeah. It, no, it just, and, it's lazy, you dude. Said, you said bad dialogue, too, to where they're telling you what's happening. Oh, as it's, it's full of it. It's one of those deals. Dude. It's like you're getting attacked, and you can clearly see they're getting attacked, and... uh it's not like someone's caught off guard its way after and they're just like, we're getting attacked. Like, yeah, no crap. We yes, it's stuff like, it yes, it's stuff like that. There's literally a part early on in the game where you walk into the back of this diner and there's a locked door and you walk up to it and if you click on it, Saga literally goes, I can't open that with my bare hands. And it's like, yeah, duh. It's like you see a character eating and... uh you know they're eating. They're like, I'm eating, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, it takes it to that next level with her just pulling stuff out of thin air as far as how she knows how to go about doing certain things. Like you're, and and, and I, you can listen. All of this is on the live stream. It's like if 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 anyone doubts this, like you can go and like we were questioning this stuff, and the further it goes on, and the more she's able to do this stuff, you're just like something's weird about this. And there there's like a scene where um she's going through some stuff, and she goes there's something in the the chest cavity of the victim. And you go, how do you know that? How, she And it's not like there wasn't clues, right? Because like um, the guy has his like heart taken out or whatever because there's, there's like this cult in the woods who is uh, killing people and they're trying to figure out uh, what's going on with this cult, why they've, they've appeared here. Like you're kind of typical mystery stuff. Um, the problem is, is that she keeps jumping to all of these conclusions. And it's really funny because uh i i you know it, this the story for this is getting like lauded in in certain places people are like oh it's so good like oh my gosh it's like this game's amazing it's so you know it's such a step up from the first game and it's like uh you know and i hate this dude because i i hate that i'm like you know this feeling because it's it's it happens to us all the time with different content where we're sitting over in this other corner and we're going huh like what am i missing here you know, like, what am I missing about this that's making it just so much better? Um, and to be honest, I would spend more time on this if I, you know, could. But the game is not very good, and I have no interest. I'm going to beat it, because I need to be able to, like, argue properly at this point. Um, but I'm, I'm over it, man. Yeah, no. Um, I hear you on that. What did you think about... Um, along those lines of uh, kind of like people not doing their jobs and uh, not, you know, along those that thread. 
uh, loosely, mind you. I don't. Um, what do you think about that HBO boss using fake accounts oh. to uh, buy credits? <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised I'm not either. Surprised. I'm actually I, the only thing I'm disappointed in. I'm like, just use I, your uh, real account. You know, I kind of like it. I'm like, yeah, come come back credits. I don't mind it. Come back at them. Zach said you're an actual person with standards. That's why you don't like it. <laughs> and, and, and you know, we haven't. We'll we'll talk about Riververse in a second. But like, you know, I haven't been afraid to just like be honest about stuff, even that comes from creators that I like. You know. Um, yeah. There aren't many of them anymore. Uh, it's it's kind of a handful of of uh, yes. people that I th- I think are still putting out really solid work. Um, it's uh, so much better mentally, like to review. It's just a, a much better time to review things that you like, and it's still a good time, like in a, in a sense, to review like bad movies that are uh, the entertainment's good within them. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's some of that's fine, man. I mean, like. Uh, I, it's exhausting to some degree trying to like, you know, I, I'm not at this point, like I'm not going to take the time to defend how bad like Transformers two is against someone who likes it. It's, it, you know, it's, yeah, it's one of those things exactly. you're like, whatever. Um, but especially like as things come out and if I see it differently than someone else, I'm going to do my best with the limited time that I currently have um, to try to have, some sort of well thought out thoughts on that. Uh, right. If I think that sentence, I think that that sentence works. Yeah. It's like a lot of people will have thoughts on things, but a lot of the time it's not actually like thoroughly Betted. considered. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's like if if I'm talking uh, if I'm talking about even with Alan Wake, uh, I I want to at least have an understanding of the combat, how that works, how you interact with the AI in the game, uh, what's going on with the story, the mechanics that are sort of like what you would call like a gameplay loop. So, you know, you can you can come up with like some very objective things in a game, movie, television, whatever, uh, that it's like, okay, we can talk about these things from an objective manner. Um, and then everything else uh, can be a bit subjective and, um, you know, story can be, uh, but if stuff's stupid and jumping to conclusions or it's just lots of convenience that's happening to make the, the story move forward, um, I, there's got to be some, like, hey, do you see how convenient it is that her power helps move this thing forward in such, like, a, a easy fashion? She's constantly right about everything. She's constantly doing that. In the same way that it's, like, with the There's Lord no of the real weakness to her character, yeah. Um, and you know, getting back into the HBO thing, I it doesn't surprise me because I swear when when we talk to people online sometimes, especially in comments, that's what it feels like. Is like you're you're pointing all these things out, and then you just go, "Shut up, loser," and move on. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. It's and like, it's like. So it'll be funny well, now because we can use that as a defense to be like, hey, do you work for, and like look up the different companies for whatever show they're mad that we don't like. Be like, hey, do you work for so and so? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a, a Netflix assistant? Are you yeah. the CEO of Netflix? Um, I can pull this up. So uh, now, uh, speaking of Alan Wake, I, w- I meant to ask you. Yeah. Alan Wake too. 
Um, was it actually a complete game, or was yeah. it broken at all or incomplete at all? Um, no, I mean it's a it's a complete game as far as there's it's broken in some they places for they didn't cyberpunk it basically. Um, there's a little bit of that, but dude, okay, so th here's the problem, and I and I tried to explain this uh to one of the guys in our Discord, um, who is an actual friend of mine, um, but we just disagree on on a lot of stuff actually. Uh, there's so the, there's combat in the game. There's not a lot of combat in the game. And so when you do get into combat and the AI just absolutely breaks, which happens, it happened to me at least two or three times in one of the playthroughs. Um, and then there's just other stuff that, that broke as well where like, I, you know, you, they can grab you. And then like my controller just decided it didn't want to work anymore. And I'm, I don't know, there was some, it, it wasn't like on my end. And again, this is all on the streams, like, you know, but you, you know, I was trying, I'm like, hey, I can't get out of this. And I'm like, why is my controller not working? And I finally somehow broke out of it. And I'm sitting there trying to move my controller and my character just isn't moving. And it's connected. Like I didn't get a, you know, like a battery level thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was something legitimately wrong with the game. So it broke there. Um, there's a few times that I, I was in fights and the enemies would just decide not to fight me anymore. And so I'd be standing around and they'd be running around me and you could walk right up to them and they would just dash away from you or do whatever. Um, uh, hey, Matt. And uh, I'm trying to think of what the other one was because I know there were a couple more. Oh, there's like weird stuff in it that feels like they... like. There's a, a scene uh, pretty late in the game. Like you're leaving this police station and walking down the road to get to your next objective. And I walked by a woman. And it's like raining and dark outside. I walked by a woman who was like sweeping the sidewalk in the middle of like a rainstorm uh, in the middle of the night. And so I was like, I don't know if the game is trying to be like, ooh, isn't that so weird? Or if it's like, that's not supposed to be there. Right. It, and so, and that's the problem is that it, and that's what frustrates me. Cause I, we've been doing this long enough, Joseph, that no matter what we're talking about, I can already make up the arguments that the people are going to try to tell me like th to justify why stuff is the way that it is yep and yeah, so i'm will defend almost anything and that's the thing yeah. is that they don't you talk about a lot of people just comment shut up loser whatever nerd or this did this did uh you know five hundred thousand people at the premiere or a million or whatnot and it's like they're not engaging with your actual criticism uh, or our actual criticism of the show, they're just coming at with ad hominem attacks or saying, well, this premiered at 2 million people. Um, I'm like, we're not talking about what it premiered at. We're talking about the quality uh, because what oh, the yeah. premiere number Numbers... show isn't uh, conducive and doesn't equate to it being a good quality product. Now, here's the thing. And as we have said this 100,000 times, <laughs> you can enjoy something something that we do not like yeah and again uh, and my famous example is always the hobbit i enjoy the hobbits for the most part mainly the first one but i still recognize the bad parts of it and i can recognize and say hey these aren't good movies <laughs> Jeez, man i'm telling you yeah so and, maybe we'll get in their well, fees and, man. It, and it sucks because like all i'm looking for I, like you can still like it you're right i don't that ultimately that doesn't really matter to me. There's plenty of movies that are like guilty pleasures for me. Um, yeah, you like the last Jedi or what's the one, the force awakens at first, but then you came around. Yeah. I think, well, I think so that's actually, different than that's different. So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
you said something really good last week when you were talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. And sometimes this is it. Like with The Hobbit, I didn't immediately recognize there were bad movies. It took some time away from it to come back to it. And so, yeah. like, as the hype for this, these shows and movies die down and people decide, you know what, you know, a few years later or however long, I'm going to go back to it, they're going to see that, oh, this actually didn't really hold up, um, you know, like I once thought it did. So. And that, yeah, that happens. And I'm, I've, I'm always, 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 always willing to hear out people's criticisms of something until I realize that they're just like they, that they don't have anything besides like, oh, I, I think that this sucks. And it's like, okay, well, why? Well, I just think it sucks. It's like, all right, yeah, there's, there's uh, no kind of substantive reasoning. Yeah, there. and and like. It, for instance, right? So let's say you and I are talking about something, and I and I, I say that to you, or right? I'm like, I think that um, <sighs> Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm like, I, I think Five Nights at Freddy's is a bad movie, um, and I can I can, it, and you go, well, why? And I go, well, you know, I I'm not a hundred percent sure why, um, but I can probably take the time to write some notes out and talk to you about it, right? Even if I don't know in that moment or I can't, you know, and even in the moment, I might be able to tell you a couple things um, off the top of my head. Um, but what you get a lot of the time, it, like say uh, we're talking about Alan Wake and I'm like, I think the combat in Alan Wake is terrible. And someone goes, why? It's like, well, uh, I think it's bare bones. Uh, I, I think that it, it didn't learn lessons from the games that it's trying to emulate a la Resident Evil. Um I think the flow of combat isn't that good, and and it's really easy. Like it's not very, um, I want to say intense. Uh, and and then it's like you know we can get into that. It's like well, what do you mean by intense? And it's like okay, well, and 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 at that point, I would probably have to pull up like footage of it, you know, to 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 be able to dive in, or even like pull the game up at a specific fight and be like, all right, this is supposed to be something that was built up, right? Like this is a big boss battle. Um, and you get into it and it's like, we'll shoot the thing a couple times, turn on the lights and the fight is over. It's like, that was so boring. You know, it's like the threat level of this. It's like, so I can at the very least attempt to show, show like, this is why this thing does, doesn't work. And I think objectively it doesn't work. And especially if you take it compared to a different project, like the same company or something that's very similar, uh, has done. And you're like, see how this works and how this keeps up the level of intensity uh, versus like this not doing that. Um, right. So that, that that's that, and you know it's like I'm dude I'm a nerd like I'm I'm a massive dork when it comes to this stuff because I love the the details because when it's good, one of the things that you praise is the way that it, it works so well oh. cohesively. You know, like it just comes together in such a good way. Like speaking of which. Oh man, like I know last week when we did the episode, I just finished watching Fast X, but right after I finished watching yeah. that monstrosity, I watched Dune and I just remembered that scene when you were saying that when something's just done well, when it's just like the little details and there's that part where they're in the desert and they see that little mouse and they zoom up on the mouse and you see the sweat in its ears and it uh, scoops it its own sweat and drinks it and it's letting you know, hey, this is how this little animal right is able to survive survive out here and it's just a small detail would that make her break the movie no but it like it just shows it, the yeah level of care taken yeah and um, and the thing is is it's like that stuff is such a waste of time and bad 
media. Yep, exactly. Um, because if you're, if I don't care, like, and we've talked about, you know, we I say this a lot, but, um, you know, we, uh, if 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 someone's like, oh, well, it references this, it um, it talks about content relating to other things, it does these little details. I was like, yeah, but if if the central story and in gameplay term in like video game terms if and if the if the central gameplay loop sucks or is just it it it, it doesn't, all of that stuff around the outside doesn't matter it, it doesn't uh it can have all of the references in the world but if i'm bored to tears with the the <laughs> meat of the content all of that yes. other stuff is useless to me i, I don't but care David, it's like, in five nights at freddy's there's that the waiter there was a uh you know hardcore lore i don't know expert on youtube uh, is what i found out i yeah. didn't know that until like this past week but great um, and another, that's that's great for the fans but the thing is man is like it doesn't matter what i come to it doesn't add to the narrative yeah, it doesn't do anything it doesn't do anything for me fan or otherwise um and and that's the thing is like remedy like i'm a i wouldn't say like i'm some sort of massive fan of remedy but i like most of the stuff that they've put out in in their nearly like 30 year run you know, we're talking like Max Payne to Control. Um, I, I the only thing I haven't played from them was Quantum Break, but I heard it wasn't that good, and it was like an Xbox exclusive, and I didn't have one at the time. Anyway, um, but even and and it's why like one of the things I'm gonna stream uh, soonish, maybe before the end of the year, is Control because what I what I would really like to do uh, for the people who come in and, and watch this, those streams is show them like. Here's why this is better. Here's why this was a, a better direction to take um, and and does the similar things to Alan Wake, but does all of them in a a way that makes this a solid seven or seven or eight as far as I'm concerned. Um, it doesn't do everything perfectly. It, it has problems. Um, even the stuff that I like a lot, like I, I'm willing to be like, oh yeah, that aspect of it is not that great. But it doesn't take away from like the core enjoyment that I have with the game. Um, and that's right. the same way with movies. It's like I am fully willing to admit, um, even with some of my favorite stuff, uh, that yeah, there's issues. Um, right. And some of that, I think, at this, you know, if we're talking like old stuff, uh, like we've talked about Star Wars so much. Uh, J- Jake and I have this joke at this point that like everything um, returns to a conversation about Star Wars. Like no matter <laughs> what we're talking about, it always goes back to like, oh yeah, 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 for for better or for worse. Um, which with the OT man is like it's a testament to the original trilogy even for its flaws Um, but I will say this um, even though I don't want to talk about it very long because I need to go back and watch the entire thing again Um, Attack on Titan the anime finally finished this past Saturday Um, and Jake and I were talking about it because he's been dying to tell to, to talk about the ending of it for a while like at least since we started this show um and we it, we finally finished it and um i was asking him because there were rumors that they were going to change the ending because a lot of fans weren't happy with the way that the anime ended um they didn't which i think is uh the right call because from the perspective of a creator it's like i, I have some uh, respect for like just not changing your work even if people aren't happy with the way that it ended like there's a part of me that's like I, I can respect that like that you just weren't you know you weren't doing the whole George Lucas thing where he kept tinkering with stuff uh, after it was over 
Um, I will say, and I need to go back and watch the whole thing again. Uh, I think Attack on Titan deserves to be remembered as uh, a top tier piece of fiction for its flaws because it does have it has flaws um i think that it tells a pretty cohesive story um i think now that we're past this whole thing where they were taking forever to finish it i mean this thing dude i i watched season one when we were still living in valdosta so it's been a long time and there's only like five five seasons yeah it took a really long time for them to finish this thing um I think that it does a really, man, it does a really good job in a lot of places of doing the show not tell thing. You know, it's it's just a solid, solid piece of fiction. Um, and I'm fine arguing certain cases of like what works and what doesn't work. I think that's that's part of it. You know, not everybody's going to be happy like fully, but you know, after Game of Thrones. Um, and like all of the other like trash, like absolute trash. So like Game of Thrones being something that started strong, ended poorly, and then everything else that that we've really talked about on this that hasn't been good. It was so nice to see something that was like, I am significantly happy with this ending. It's like, okay, like thank you for not just like doing things that really are just completely outside of the potential for these characters where they just have total like their personalities all of a sudden change and there's nothing that was setting that up along the way um so that's all i got to say about it um i think it's excellent i think everyone should watch it um it is not for everyone in the sense that it's pretty violent um but it's that's all part of that world like it's it's not one of those things where it's just for the sake of it like that intensity and the violence that is in it uh, is part of the storytelling. It's something that drives that forward and what gives some of that emotional grip to it. Um, I, I think I'll recommend... I mean, it's one of those things that it's it's an easy recommendation. Um, so really happy with that. Uh, now, let me ask you about this. Have you watched the Godzilla Minus One trailer? Yes. Are you as excited as I am about yes. this movie? Okay, good. Yes. Dude, um, I, I don't know. This has the potential to be potentially. Let me let me add some hype here. Possibly the best Godzilla movie. Uh, yeah, the, it, it's it's yeah, it's got it's got potential to yeah. just it, to. I know that's not a large standard, but yeah, well, you know that series has come a long way, um, and the old movies are definitely classics. Uh, but it's interesting to see this this take on it um and i'm really looking forward to it i think the setting is really interesting um that it's essentially it's after uh the bombs have gone off in japan and then godzilla shows up yeah so they're at like the idea being that they're at zero and godzilla takes them to minus one um and and even yeah it's just kind of this like it's a cool idea um so, we shall see. Uh, but I, I am looking forward to it. Yeah, we're a little less than a month away. I was poking around on the internet to see if they had uh, a version. It's out in Japan. And so I was poking around to see if maybe I could find a leaked, a leaked copy of it online, but I haven't been able to. So, yeah. Uh, I'm all right waiting. I'm going to go see. I think what I'm going to do is just wait. I'm going to go see it in the theater 
Like it, it's that is a proper theater movie. Um, so I think that's what I'm gonna end up doing. Um, so you yeah. want to talk about uh, uh, the Equalizer three? Oh, I'm definitely I'm, before we go further. Godzilla minus one. I'm definitely going Where to see that. In the movie oh theater. yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to do that. I guess we can wait on some of this other stuff. Um, let's see. Yeah, I've got a couple things, but this is stuff that can that can wait. Oh, um, also, just very quickly, I I highly recommend people watch that South Park special. Um, oh, Pandaverse. Yeah, there's a lot to discuss about. You know, I I, th- I think I was talking to uh, Numinator about it. Um, and he mentioned a term that was like he's a, I think he's in the troll room so you know he can he can say it again because it's slipping my mind but it's like uh like safe like oh man Numenator, you gotta remind me what it is it's like edgy safe or something like that but essentially what it comes down to is it's like South Park is now in this place where they're they're still pretty edgy but it's in a in, it's in a really safe manner so they kind of wait to see where things are headed before they they go like hard into something. Um, I can't remember exactly what the term was, but that that was kind of the the idea is that it's uh, you know it's 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 good and they man they hit Disney and Kathleen Kennedy and this whole thing <laughs> pretty hard. Um, but it's yeah. one of those things that a lot of people have been talking about this for years at this point. So they're not exactly the tip of the spear anymore. Like I think you you could say they used to be. Um, and that's that's kind of modern media in a nutshell. Like I was thinking about stuff, dude, where like I saw, I think it was in, it was either 2008 or 2009. I went to an Angels and Airwaves concert. And like those those dudes were like, like anti-war back then you know and they were like a lot of like south park that like a lot of bands all this stuff they were very tip of the spear on issues that's like they were pretty spot on back then um but a lot of a lot of modern um mainstream media whether we're talking about news or just media in general um they're not the tip of the spear there a lot of them are waiting around for things to like essentially it's like the winds of change where it's like okay where is the wind blowing um and and do i feel a certain way but i gotta wait for that to happen for things to be okay and then i can kind of make my thing and everyone will like clap for me right um there's like tons of examples of it uh oh safe edge i think is what that's what Numinator is saying it is. Um, but it, that's that's the idea is it's like you're not like South Park has lost a little bit of its edge because they're not, I, you know, they're multimillionaires at this point. And so they're probably living their life and just covering topics that they think are interesting would be my guess. I mean, they're just kind of doing their thing. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's like there's not a lot out there and it, and it, there is another, there's like a larger conversation to this that I, I kind of, I was, I, I came to this like realization at work today, um, that like you can't have edgy humor. Um, people are like, they're afraid of essentially like blowback for jokes or for 
making a mistake in in a, in a certain way or whatever. Um, whether it's like a, a, something that they really did make a mistake for, you know, no matter what the like the actual surrounding thing is, um, people aren't willing to take like chances anymore because they're so worried about the blowback from something like that. Um, and it's just it's made media. Re- I think it's honestly, dude, it's one of the reasons media is so boring now. Um, yeah, because they're playing it too safe. It's the oh, same thing as a yeah. whole, like not just movies and TV shows, but video games as well. You talk about playing it safe. Just reminded me of Modern uh, Warfare Two, the original one. Yeah, when uh, you open that, scene no Russian, Russians. Yeah, yeah, no Russian. <laughs> I, dude, I did a dude. I I did a whole. Uh, they would not do that today. Yeah, I did a video essay on that when we were in college. I don't know if you remember. Oh no, I don't. Um, I need to see if I can. I might still have a copy of it. Um, yeah, I did a whole thing on like the no Russian and violence in video games, um, and like interviewed a whole bunch of people about it and like what they thought. And I made a bunch of people um, watch the no Russia, no Russian scene, and be like, okay, what do you think about this? <laughs> it was fun. I had a good time with that. I remember getting to that level and I was like, no way. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, they let you skip it. I mean, I guess to some degree, good on them. At least they were like, hey, we understand that, like, not everybody's going to be into this. But this is the thing is it's like, that's the stuff. That was, that was their Dude, fallback if, sure. for their criticism. <laughs> but it's crazy because well, you skipped it. there's stuff. So, like, take this back to Attack on Titan for just a second. Then we'll talk about Equalizer and we'll close out the show. Um, yeah. If if they had if like Attack on Titan had decided to hold back on the nature of the violence in that show, um, the impact of it would have been lessened, and it, and that directly impacts your story. And it's something that you have to think about. Is all right. Am I so take you know? And it's like as a as something to kind of like weigh against it. Like I, I think that like Saw is sort of falls into I like it sort of falls into the other category where it's like violent for violence sake. Um, yeah. Where you can, you could probably tone that down one way or the other. Um, and what you're getting overall probably isn't going to be that much different. I know people are going to argue that that's not the case really, but I'm just trying to put something against it where it's like, there are things that the violence isn't really there to drive the story. It's just kind of there because people like to see like people get mutilated or it's just like, Oh, I can't believe they did that. Or, Oh, Whoa. And whereas in like attack on Titan, you're going to get some of that because that's just how people are sometimes. But the violence in the show is very story driven. It's very much a part of the world that they live in. And without it being the way that it is, it doesn't have the same impact character deaths or you know injuries or just certain things that happen in the show like i i i'm i'm being vague on purpose because i I, it's something i think a lot of people should watch um but you know someone will get like something will happen like in a split second in the show and either like someone will get like torn apart or like uh grabbed or something and you like you you immediately go oh no like it 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 works so well for like what they're trying to accomplish um versus something else where it's just kind of there because they're like oh isn't it insane the way that that guy died in that trap or whatever and you're like "Hmm, okay (laughs) hopefully that makes sense equalizer Um, yeah um i'm gonna let you kind of take it away with this so i let me start with this. Um, I need to finish it. It's kind of feels like a very average movie to me. Oh, man. I would say it's like below average personally. Really? <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, yeah. And that, um, this is coming from me, and I'm a big Denzel fan. I same. Enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the first two movies. Same. Uh, this one kind of struck me as why, and the main reason is, is I just thought that the main antagonist, um, the drug lord, uh, just I'm going to spoil everything, so if you really want to see this movie and you haven't, now's your chance. I'm about to spoil everything. No, but he's yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Loosely, at least. Um, hopefully, if I remember. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you, you've been warned. But uh, no, he's just really not a threat. It's like Denzel's just OP, and that's my biggest problem. Is like mm. at first, I thought when he got shot in the back um, in that opening scene from the kid that, uh, okay, he's going to have this weakness that's going to be with him, uh, you know, throughout. You know, he's going to this new location where he's probably going to run into some bad people, but he's going to have this weakness that prevents him from being as effective as he was. Right. But no, it heals up fast and then he just and goes it doesn't to do. People. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think everything in between the action is in, is pretty dang boring, at least as far as I got. Yeah. Like, I. Um, Dakota Fanning's character just really wasn't. Ah, oh, man. Like. It. Oh, man, because I really like the first two movies. This movie just, yeah, really just lacked the skill needed for a third movie. Because I'm just like, why was this made other than to try and close out this the yeah. series? But like, you couldn't have closed it out in a better way because it ends up being that Dakota Fanning is the uh, the CIA lady well, or whatever. I disagree. Jenna wrote in the troll room, a movie about an old man who finds a place to retire but had to clean house first is boring. No, I, I think that the way they handled it in this movie is I think that's fine. I think you can make it work. I that In yeah. fact, that idea was probably the most interesting thing to me is that he he's finally ready re- to retire. He's finally ready to kind of like he it, it seems like he he's dealing with his past some uh and kind of trying to come to terms with who he is. I mean, to be honest, man, it's kind of, like Jenna will understand this, but it's it's got some of that is God of War, like the new God of War games. Where where it's yep. like he's finally ready to, for peace. He's finally ready to retire and there's stuff that like will not let him do it. Um, I think all of that is fine. I just I think it's mishandled in the movie, and I haven't finished it, obviously. Um, so I'm just going off of about two thirds of the movie. Um, it, it's just he spends even a lot of, of the, the go ahead setup. Even some of the setup is just poor, like not well executed. There's this part where like um, the 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 main mafia kingpin right comes to where he's staying and. Um, you know, he pulls out his guns on the people and Denzel shows up and he's like, don't shoot them, shoot me. And he comes out and then people just get out their phones and start recording. That's supposed to prevent him from shooting this guy (laughs) that's just been taking out his, you know what I mean? It's just like some things are just very convenient. I mean, that's reasonable. I can see like in a sense why they would think that would work. I was just think like with as maniacal as this character, this antagonist is supposed to be right. That, shooting this guy wouldn't be that big of a deal probably not um, um but yeah but man then, like dakota fanning just like her bravados as it come across in the screen screen it's not really in this particular role like she I, i've enjoyed her and other her what's it called um i said bravados maybe that's the wrong word her uh yes yeah, i just don't like her like like capturing the camera doesn't you know like every time i see denzel in this movie it's like 
I'm captured yeah. um, on the screen. But when I see Dakota Fanning, uh, her character just... It's just flat? It's just flat, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know, the troll, like the troll room is saying gravitas is what you gravitas, mean. Gravitas, yeah. Okay. Gravitas. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, trolls. It's been a long day, man. I feel like, like. Um, yeah, I could see that. I I was kind of let me say this. Um I think that uh they probably should have filmed two and three pretty close together. Um he Tenzel's looking old, man. No, I was trying to think of bravado. Like bravado. bravado. Oh, it's it's kind of the yeah. same thing. Yeah, you. I think you combined those two things. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, bravitas. <laughs> Bro bravado Ingr- and gravitas. Yes, no, both of them. Bro, English, no good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I. Uh, yeah, I think I would be in agreement. It was weird to see her because I was like, oh, I feel like I haven't seen Dakota Fanning in anything in a while. Yeah, like I enjoyed um, it. I was like, oh, Dakota Fanning is in this movie? I didn't know yeah. that. That's going to be awesome because, again, I enjoy her as an actress. It, but it's not her performance. I think it's more so just how her character is written and the fact that, I, you know, I, I don't want to say that I was expecting her to be the daughter of the head CIA director, whatever her title is, yeah. the lady. Uh, that's his friend throughout the first two movies um, and the one that dies in the last movie. But I also wasn't surprised. It's not, it wasn't that twist. That I was like, oh, okay. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. uh, I don't really care because the movie just like, you know, you get up to that point and it's like, this isn't going to make me like, oh, wow. Like, I think that's a good idea. I just think like this, everything beforehand could have been written better. Yeah. The, the, the core of the movie I, I found to just be kind of a slog. I, there's definitely some like logical things that are weird in it like there's this little town and this like mafia gang is you know getting uh you know making them pay money uh to to them or whatever and they're like beating up the people in there like there's that one scene where he's walking by and there's like s- like 10 of these bikers that are beating up the <laughs> the fishmonger and and it was kind of like the cops can't do anything yeah it, it, it's kind of like all right, like I get what you're going for. Um, I think the thing was supposed to be like the cops were pay, like paid those, off. The, yeah, yeah, those above them were paid off. Which is so. fi- which is fine. Um, you know, I it just it it falls into this category. Now it's not as bad as the last Rambo movie um, by any stretch of the imagination. That last Rambo movie is a giant dumpster fire. Um, but it kind of falls into that category in the sense that it's like you have these aging action stars. They want to go out for like one more. And sometimes it's like, mm, maybe you should have figured out a better way to do this. And I hate to say it's like if you were going to make an Equalizer 3, maybe the story should have been him passing what he knows on to somebody else. Like if you, But if, you're, if you have to do it. Or he has to use like more so of his ingenuity with traps and like he's really sure. being hunted and there's a threat because one of the things that Jenna Let points out that I, was, that I was <laughs> going to mention is that the movie was handled it, it was so quick it seemed rushed mm-hmm. and so if that makes sense and like things were just happening because the plot needed them to oh, rather yeah. than being interesting and I think the, probably the biggest problem with the film is just no overarching like threatening uh, antagonist it just didn't work that well. Yeah, I mean, there were, yeah. like, a couple things in it that I, I thought were all right. Like, when they, like, hang the guy in the wheelchair and they push him out the window. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. So, there's, like, there's stuff in it 
but uh, yeah, I think overall the the total package. Um, it's kind of like yeah, we get it. Denzel's characters uh, amazing. At yeah, everything he does. I also he thought felt like a he kind of felt like a Mary Sue in this. Yeah, uh, I, I also, movie. I'll I, say it. Sure, I, I thought that um, the setting Just was kind of the setting was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, you have like the first two movies are set in the states, and then this one's just all in Italy, except for like those <laughs> moments where I think you know the moments where like Dakota Fanning is on screen early, at least that one where she's at the CIA or whatever. Um, but I, I can't I, remember if anything was said in the previous two films specifically. Like he was like leaving. I see. I just Italy. don't. No, I don't. I don't. Well, the, it might. Maybe his wife. Maybe there was something in the second movie when he goes to the uh, his old home at the end. Yeah. Um. But I don't, I don't remember really, and even still, it's it's it was jarring a little bit to me to be like, oh, okay, like this whole thing's just set in Italy. They're like, yeah. I guess it was almost like Denzel was like, I want to make another Equalizer movie, but I also want to take a trip to Italy, so let's go film in <laughs> Italy for the next three months. Um, hey, which hey, yeah. hey, yeah, Denzel's Denzel can do what he want now. Um, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I I like Denzel a lot. Um, I think it's time to retire the action mantle. Um, I, I think at least in this concept, like again, I think I in general, man, I think it, I think in general, I think it's time to to put the 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 mantle away and leave it to the younger generation. Um, right. I, I I just more so mean like in this movie, like it could have been, you know, he's setting. I know I said the setting traps mm-hmm. using his ingenuity. I, I guess um, they would have one step ahead of him, like sure setting like tripwire. Like it would know. have to be convincing. That's what it really comes yeah. down to. But I, I just I think that it's time for him to find roles that fit his age i I, this and i know jake hates when i do this but this whole expendables thing where these action stars are trying to relive the good old days it doesn't often work well and usually it turns out to be a little more and this might be mean but like it ends up being a little more sad than cool um, yeah. it's rare now there are exceptions to this and to be fair this he, he's he wasn't exactly a uh, an action star um uh but uh Christopher Lloyd in nobody is kind of an exception to that you know um, but that movie's got a little bit more like of a comedy it's a little more lighthearted in certain moments so like maybe that's why it works a little bit better like you're not taking what's happening with him as seriously as you are with Denzel as like this grizzled old CIA agent who's trying, you know, who's got to finish oh, yeah. one more task. I, I, it's there is that definitely a movie. That's like yeah. that's a great example of what this movie could have been. You know what I mean? They could have capstone it with something uh, like that, and just uh, honestly, they should have just capstone it with the second movie and just sort of left it fin- there. Maybe finished it. Yeah, or I mean, yeah. like I'm saying, they like, should have. They gotten... were going to do this third movie. They could have easily done it like this. Uh, Dude, you could have you know, like nobody was done. You could have brought his son in, and they could have done a movie with him and his son. Yep, that that might have actually been kind of cool. Like Will Smith's son? Oh no, 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 that's different. <laughs> Not no, that is a a train that. Oof, have you ever seen After Earth? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? I, it is brief. Not not in its entirety. It is very bad. There is. I don't think there's a redeeming so factor week, in that. No, we're not. Oh, no, 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 no. We're gonna. You know, it's time. It's time to do some some good things. I think. Though you know, it's not like we talked about all bad things today. I actually think that there. 
there's some some stuff out there that's really good. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. Do you have anything else that you wanted to mention about Equalizer? Nah, that was really it. Yeah, I, I it's kind of a pass for me. I mean, I'm gonna. I think I should probably at least finish it. Um, but I, I it's not something I would recommend to anybody. Um, but I am looking forward. There's some stuff to look forward to. I'm looking forward to Silent Night and Godzilla. Um, there's a what was the movie that you sent me with that Ryan Gosling's gonna be in next year? Um, oh, where he's the stunt uh, driver. Yeah, let me. Um, you sent it to me I'll in, tell you in, in, the, in the Twitter, but that that looks pretty good. I mean, it's, there's potential. Yeah, block me. So, you know. Yeah, well, um, I had to free follow you in order. I, to... I I noticed. I wasn't gonna say anything about it. I was gonna make you bring it up. Um, <laughs> fall guy. Okay, so he's fall guy. the fall guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So it's like, all right, that seems like it, it has potential. Um, I like Emily Blunt too. So. Yeah, and there's a couple other action movies coming out next year that that seem like okay, well maybe we're gonna get back into this this like new era of action stars and you know people making these pretty like and I don't and again this is not an insult like I, like people making simple uh well made action movies or simple well made pick your genre of movie um. Hollywood, I think, needs to go back to a lot of that stuff um, because they're just they're tripping over themselves trying to to make these grand epic adventures that they have no business tackling uh, for a number of different reasons. Um, exactly. But yeah, man. And then um, real quick, shout out to Eric July. Uh, Alpha Core launched today. Um, and I'm looking forward to it because Chuck Dixon's writing it. Um, you know, he's he created Bane. Um, the guy's been in the industry forever, and so it's a big deal. Uh, they're it, it it hasn't even been 24 hours, and they're almost at six hundred thousand dollars in sales. So it's it's pretty impressive. Um, looking forward to reading it. I hope uh, you know, there's some like in, potentially some interesting stuff going on in there. Um, they put out an animated like teaser. Uh, like story teaser and there's a few things in there that I'm like okay I was like I can see I can see some stuff here um so we'll see um uh, but yeah looking forward to that um, and uh don't forget um guys uh or well I guess we haven't mentioned it but no. next week we won't be doing the uh podcast live stream um and because I'm gonna be out of town for work and we'll keep you updated after that too Yes, and I'll probably still be doing some sort of live streaming stuff. I'm hoping I'm going to be done with Alan Wake at that point. Uh, we can move on to, to definitely greener pastures. Um, so so we'll see about that. Uh, if you guys are curious and you want to watch any of our old uh, live streams, you can find those on YouTube under the podcast section. Um and if you prefer, or if you ever, you know, you miss a live stream and you want to still listen to the episode, uh, you can download the show on any podcast app. You just type in the underground and we should be pretty much the first thing that pops up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you guys so much. And until next time, y'all take it easy. See ya. <laughs>